Well, hallelujah. Praise God. I want to welcome you to Spiritual Awareness with Pastor Davenport, an Arizona 501c3 nonprofit, a part of Pastor Davenport Ministries at Gospel of Faith Church, a spirit-filled, Bible-believing beacon of light, a non-denominational ministry serving the Lord Jesus Christ, both from Gospel of Faith Church as well as from this brand-new recording studio. Uh, it's a worldwide broadcast studio here in Fort Mojave, Arizona. Hello, I'm Pastor Davenport, and welcome, and thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast, where twice every week I'll be presenting an exciting new sermon message from God's Word. Sermons on faith, hope, love, and the grace of Almighty God. We explore the true meaning of spiritual awareness for today's churches. You see, I believe God has a spiritual awakening for all of us as Christians. So I ask you to hold on as we begin a new journey today, together. If you grab your Bibles and open them up, dust them off, and join me for today's message in God's Word. You know, Jesus is before us. He's behind us. He's always beside us. And we are surrounded by God. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning. Lord God, I wonder, I just wonder in my heart and in my soul, how many of us take that moment, that moment in time? Oh yeah, I know that we go to church and 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 our preachers pray for us. Some of many of us don't. The, the churches are closed. But I wonder, Lord, how many of us take a moment in our in our busy schedules to stop and to reflect, to pray, and Lord, to 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 truly repent of our sin. You know, many of us don't realize that that through the day, maybe we say something that hurts someone's feelings. That's a sin. Or someone has, has said something to hurt our feelings, we let it go and it festers. That also is a sin. Do we, do we forgive ourselves or do we forgive others? Lord, let us take this moment in time, right where you are, no matter where you are listening to the sound of my voice, around the world, Let's take this moment and just repent of our sins. Father, we know that a sharpened tongue can hurt, maim, and kill. Let us take this moment, Lord, and come to you and repent of our sins. Let us take this moment to beg thy forgiveness for whatever it may be in our heart, in our mind, in our spirit, that hold us distance from you. Let us repent of that sin right now. Perhaps through this pandemic, you've gone back to drinking or back to drugs or, or whatever it may be, and we need to ask your forgiveness. Forgive us, O oh Lord. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation. For truly, there is much temptation out there in this world today. We ask these things today in Jesus' name. I don't want to talk just for a moment as we pray this prayer. Because there's so much distance between family drawn over this political warfare that we're in. If your family is on one side and you're divided on the other, please, 
Do not let politics separate families. Stop. Stop. God said stop. And think about what that's doing to your family. Your family has the right to be able to decide for themselves, but not to divide families. We're to love one another, Christ said, as I love thyself. So stop for a moment and think about what this political uh, fever is going through this land and dividing families and turn and love one another. This is my prayer this morning, Lord, that we would love one another as we love you. For truly, I, I, I believe that Christians all love God. So if we all love you, Father, can we not find that same love for one another? We ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Well, praise the Lord. Today is October 11, 2020, and today is a, a very special day at Gospel of Faith Church, as, as today I am ordaining Robert Fairchild into the ministry of the Lord. Unfortunately, saints of God, I cannot record it onto the broadcast, as there is no internet access at, at the church at Gospel of Faith. But I'm very excited to welcome... Uh, Robert into the ministry of the Lord as an associate pastor at Gospel of Faith Church alongside of Pastor Lynn and Pastor Dale and myself to the pastoral team at Gospel of Faith Church. Brother Robert has was was uh, merely a child uh, when they joined Gospel of Faith Church, his family. He was baptized at Gospel of Faith Church, grew up at Gospel of Faith Church, taught Sunday school at Gospel of Faith Church, and now will join the pastoral team. And I'm, I'm excited to see someone who has come up in our church now stand at the pulpit. Uh, and I just wish that I could broadcast it uh, on our broadcast, but unfortunately we cannot. So I welcome him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to the ministry. I have one announcement I'd like to make prior to getting into our sermon <coughs> for today. I'm going to be talking about the New World Order. And before I do, I, I, I want to put a disclaimer in there that I'm not speaking of this election or whether it be Republican or the Democratic Party. This new world order I'm speaking of is the devil's new world order. You know, my friends, we are facing the most important election this country has ever seen. And in less than 30 days, we will have to decide what is in our hearts. And as a servant of Almighty God, I want to talk to you this morning about this normal, this new normal that everyone is speaking about. And I wonder in my heart of hearts whether we can get back to the days of old when, when one party and the other party and, and, and we would have our election and after the election was over, we would shake hands and say, I will support 
the winner of this election for the next four years. And lovingly, we would, we would get behind that, that uh, electorate and, and we would support that candidate or that, that, that new uh, president. And our country would move forward, not like it has this time. The hatred must stop in Jesus' name. And our country must move forward. Now listen to me. On both sides of the aisle, we all love God, I would hope. And only love can heal the wounds of this country. I have friends on both sides sides. I have friends that are Republicans. I have friends that are Democrat. And many of them are Christians. I pray that are all Christians. And on both sides, they are filled with anger and rage. Both sides believe they are right. And yet it would seem that both sides have forgotten what the word Christian really means. I had a Christian person tell me that when the president of the United States got COVID-19, that it couldn't happen to a better person. That is not a Christian thought. And yet, it was said. I spoke this sermon in church. You know, I'm sick to death of hearing people saying, and I quote, I can't wait to see the new normal, end quote. What will be the new normal if this new world order comes into power? If the devil gets his way, it will be a new normal. It won't be a Republican normal or a Democrat normal. It will be the devil's world order. But I want you to first look at what? Normal means. In Philippians 1 and 6, King James Version of the Bible, being confident of this very thing, that he with hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. I looked it up in Webster's Dictionary to define the word normal. It means conforming to a standard. Usual, typical, or expected. See, we all have a normal. We all have a normal. We are facing the, the, the most important election this country has ever seen. And in less than 30 days, we will have to decide what our hearts is going to say. It's unbelievable. What is normal? Normal is how we respond to any given situation. Normal is what people expect us in, in, in given parts of our lives. Normal is our spiritual condition. It's our disposition. And lately, it hasn't been good. It is our character. Within our normal is our expectation of life. It is our dreams. It is our hopes. It is our desires. It, it, it's what satisfies us and causes us to be happy. Normal. We all have one. Each, is, each of ours is different, but in many ways they are alike. If you could write down on a sheet of paper what your normal is, what would it say? Hopeful, expecting, happy, satisfied, engaged in life. Whatever your normal is, 
in John chapter 10, verse 10, it tells us Jesus came to make our normal better. Jesus described it as more abundant, but it also said, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Does that sound like the streets of America right now? Is, is this new normal? The normal that you want for your children and your grandchildren? In John 10, 10, he said, I, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Two weeks ago, on this very broadcast and in the church at Gospel of Faith in Ashford, I spoke on the joy of being a Christian and how important it was to feel the joy of the Lord. For the joy of the Lord is medicine for the soul. Proverbs 17, verse 22, a merry heart doeth good like medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. Now I was raised on the Apache Reservation. Their norm is very different than your normal. Our normal is ranch, worship, and home. That's it. A life of simplicity. Our religious beliefs and way of life keep us isolated from the rest of the world. So our normal is very different than your normal. My brother Trapper would tell you that your normal, even, even living here in Juniper Woods, is so much different than the way we lived on the res. This life is abnormal to our way of life, yet it is our normal that we seek to keep us close to God. I'm sure my brother Trapper would tell you even today, he enjoys his normal because he lives free and walks with Wakatanka. It all seemed very simplicity, very serene, in a way to me actually today. But we are not really talking about where we live or how far we've traveled outside of our communities, but rather how far we have come outside of our comfort zones. But today, we're walking about our spiritual condition we're talking about our spiritual condition and God's desire to give us a new normal. What will that new normal be? Is if we fail to pray, to vote, and to evangelize those around us. So what was normal in Christ's day was not Jesus' normal. In John chapter 1, verse 10 and 12, he was in the world... And the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came into his own, and his own received him not. Verse 12, but as many as received him, to, to them he gave the power to become the sons and daughters of God. I'm paraphrasing there. Even to them that believed on his name. Listen, the more you live life on God's term, the more the world will look to you as abnormal. The more that we are as, as Christians, the more people kind of back away from us. The more you read the Bible, the more the Bible reads you. The more status Jesus has in your life, the more you'll upset status quo. The more Jesus becomes the Prince of Peace, the more you'll disturb the peace around you. According to the world or this new world order, God helps those who help themselves. Have you heard that said before? The Bible, when we're powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. According to the New World Order, we look to the outward appearance. According to the Bible, but the Lord looks into the heart and the soul. 
the new world order seeing is believing the bible unless you believe you shall not understand new world ordered don't let them see you sweat but the bible when we are at the weak i am strongest in the lord the new world order says he who dies with the most toys wins according to the bible we look to the city whose builder and the maker is god the new world order is built on the power lunches power politics uh, <laughs> sorry politicians and the powerful principles according to the bible we preach christ and him crucified but today we are looking about our spiritual condition and god's desire to give us a new normal hallelujah someone here might say listening to this broadcast i don't like my normal spiritually i wish i could uh, things could be different i wish i could be closer to god you see here's the thing where many people trip up in their walk with god they think that normal has to stay normal they they th that they can't grow beyond that 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 which they are that they are stuck that's not true stuck in life stuck in their walk with god unable to move forward trapped right where they are for the rest of their life but are you glad aren't you glad you know jesus christ today aren't you glad you know the one <coughs> who can give us life and that more abundantly see i want you to see here's the deal there is no one but you who can put limitations on your life your life is simply that it's your life you control it you decide and what you do with your life is up to you you can stay in in spiritual uh, limbo wherever you are in this world till jesus comes if you like never growing never expanding your life never going beyond the borders of where you you've already been or you can choose a new normal that new normal that everybody's talking about you can decide that today something is going to change in your life that new boundaries are going to happen right now right where you are that new horizons are going to be reached that you were this morning when you woke up is going to to be who you are when you go to bed this evening or jesus is not interested in helping people stay where you they are jesus wants you to grow jesus wants you to change i mean if you're comfortable and not really wanting to grow spiritually or experience that abundant life that jesus talked about i just want you to know that you probably are going to be not going to be comfortable you see jesus doesn't do normal he was constantly shaking things up for the religious folks doing things that for a hundred of years they never even thought of doing in fact they considered it blasphemy if you did healing on the sabbath that's not normal eating and drinking with sinners who does that you see very little about jesus christ was normal his birth was not normal his childhood was not normal his adolescence was not normal at 12 years old he taught in the synagogue i mean who does that his ministry was not normal praise god his death burial and resurrection sure was not normal and yet and yet 
That absence of normal is what we hang our hat on when it comes to salvation. Resurrection, who does that? Come on. And yet, aren't you glad Jesus didn't stick to normal? We all know that without his resurrection, we have no hope. But resurrection was not normal. We have hope today because Jesus Christ didn't stick to the normal ways. So why do we think we're supposed to be normal? In Romans 8, 37, Nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Praise God. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principality, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is Christ Jesus our Lord. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. A conqueror is not normal. I don't know how you can sit and listen to my voice wherever you are in the world and not get excited. We are more than conquerors. Listen to the word. When Paul goes on to say that we are more than conquerors, glory to God. Other words, if if your normal is a conqueror, then in verse 37, Paul says that you are more than a conqueror through him that loves us. That's someone whose nor new normal has found a new normal. Amen. Someone say, I've found a new normal. Someone out there that's listening to my voice, my voice, excuse me. Someone out there, I want you to say, I've found a new normal. <laughs> Great, we'll get ready because Jesus Christ has a new normal for your new normal. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, New Living Translation says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person, a new creation. The old life has gone away and the new life has begun. Praise God. In Philippians 3.14, King James Version says, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God. Glory. But when Jesus healed him, his normal changed. Do you hear me? His normal changed right then when Christ healed him. He got up, leaping, dancing, and praising God. <clears throat> and the next morning, he didn't wake up and just go back to laying around or begging at the gate beautiful. He got up, put his clothes on, fixed his own breakfast, went looking for a job, went looking for a new place to stay, went looking for a church to attend, hallelujah, Hey, I'm just supposed, supposing, but, but you can see it, right? His normal changed. His normal, which changed his new normal. This adulterous woman thrown at the, at the feet of Jesus Christ, and Jesus saved her life literally by not judging her. What do you think happened after that? Her new normal, her normal changed. She got a new normal. She went and put some clothes on. Maybe she moved out of the neighborhood, went shopping for a new wardrobe, uh, a few things not so promiscuous, less revealing, more modest, went and poured out all her cologne on Jesus' feet, started attending some Bible studies and church services, went looking for a new profession, hallelujah, started hanging out with a different crowd, you see, her normal changed. Hallelujah. 
I wonder today, are you ready for a new normal? Are you ready for the old man or the old woman to die out and the, and the new person to come alive with a hope and an abundance of Christ Jesus? You see, if we fail to change the normal as Christ did, we're looking at a new world order taking hold and it's here right now. And we are living in it in the streets in the world right now. The burning, the looting, the killing of innocent blood. In Revelation chapter 13 verse 7, And it was given unto him to make war <coughs> excuse me, with the saints and, and to overcome them. And the power was given to him over all the kindreds and the tongues of the nations. Verse 8, <coughs> And all that dwell upon the earth whose names are not written in the Lamb's book of life. I wonder today, is your name written in the Lamb's book of life? For all that, uh, that was not written in the Lamb's book of life were slain from the foundation of the world. I want you to listen to Revelations 13, verse 16. Is this the new norm that we are will, will soon be living in? We have heard of the Green New Deal and one of world's orders governor taking over America's government revelations 13 verse 16 and he caused us all both small and great rich and poor free and bond to receive the mark in the right hand and on their foreheads and that no man might buy and sell save he that had the mark of the beast or the name of the beast or the number of his name here is the wisdom let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast for it is the number of the man and his number is 600 three score and six 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 Six, what will be your new normal? What will be your new normal? Will you vote in the new norm? We've seen Jesus was saying, but normal. It wasn't normal to heal on the Sabbath. It wasn't normal to raise the dead. It, to make the blind to see and the lame to walk and, and to be born of a virgin. It wasn't normal to die on the cross and be resurrected on the third day and sit at the right hand of Almighty God, the Father. What is your normal today? It is time to rise up, pray up, and vote up to, qu to quit letting the devil stop us from worshiping in our churches is stop worshiping our Heavenly Father and get back to God's business of saving souls. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Can you give him praise and glory right where you are listening to the sound of my voice? Someone, someone give God praise and glory today. I wonder, can someone stand to their feet and shout, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Glory to God today. Continuing. In Revelations, <clears throat> in Revelations 14, and I looked, and lo, the Lamb stood on the Mount Zion, and with him a hundred and forty-four thousand, having the Father's name written on their foreheads. You see, the devil likes to copy what God is doing. He is so jealous of God. Verse 2, and I heard the voice of many waters, and as the voice of the great thunder, and I heard the voice of of harpers harping with their harps, and they sung as for were a new song before the throne and before the four beasts and the elders, and so man could learn no man could learn the song, but for the hundred and forty four thousand which were redeemed from the earth. 
Today we are talking about our spiritual condition and God's desire to give us a new normal. What will be the new normal as we fail to pray, vote, and evangelize those around us? So what was the normal in Christ's day was not Jesus' normal, I tell you today. In God's kingdom, the way up is down on our knees. The way in is out. The way to be first is last. The way to be great is to become least. The way to be success is to be a servant. The way to attain is to relinquish. The way to be strong is to be weak. The way to be secure is to become vulnerable. The way to life is through death, and the way to be freedom is through total obedience to God's commandment. It sounds crazy, but it works. This is the way. The concept of the crucified God was deemed so offensive, so absolutely crazy, that the world accused Christians of madness for even suggesting the idea that the way, that's why in, in, in it was 500 years before any images of depicting Jesus hanging on the cross began to appear. God on a cross, that was crazy. That's not normal. But it was Golgotha where the greatest defacement of beauty, the greatest graffiti scribed on God's goodness became Mount Everest of the beauty. You see, saints of God, the number one problem God has with the church today is that it has often becomes numbingly normal, so normal, so boring, so so outright, so outright numbingly normal when we are called to do any be anything but. We are called to be abnormal as Christ was. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Got a frog in my throat. I apologize. We are called to worship in the supernatural, in the spirit. If you look in the Bible, it says that God is spirit. If man wants to worship, they must be in spirit. We must be spirit. And by a supernatural guard, that's where we must worship. The world is not supposed to understand our lifestyle, our dedication, our enthusiasm, our, or our worship. <coughs> when they do something has gone terribly wrong, and we have failed them. Ezekiel twenty two twenty six. her priests have violated my law and have profaned my holy things. They have put no difference between the holy and the profane. Neither have they showed difference between the unclean and the clean. They have hid their eyes from my Sabbaths, and I am profane among them. Ezekiel 44, 23. And they shall teach my people the difference between the holy and the profane and cause them to discern between the unclean and the clean. So what is what is it going on normal to be normal and new normal and the devil's normal and the abnormal of Christ? In many parts of the country, we are told we cannot have church. So I say, okay, let's forget how to have church. Wait a minute. <laughs> Don't throw stones at me. If you study the many major revival of the last hundred years, there was one common thread in all of them. They didn't have church. Every time we have had powerful move of God in the world, it's because we threw out our, our pre-scheduled services out the window and didn't have church. We would get loosed in the spirit. Later, I'd hear people say, boy, we really had church today. And I would always say, no, what we really had today was Jesus. What we really had was anointing of the Holy Ghost. You see, saints of God, when we push the normal away and we get in the abnormal of God, we then enter the supernatural expectations of the heavenly realm of the Lord of lords and King of kings, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. 
I wonder when was the last time you honestly went to God in prayer, really repented and wept before the Lord. When was the last time that the power of God knocked your hair loose? Really, when was the last time that the Holy Ghost got a hold of you so strong that you ran around the church and danced in the aisle or spoke in a tongue or were slain in the spirit? Revival won't be born in the normal circumstances, especially when God's people buckle under to the devil, close to God's churches so easily. I want to get expectations high, high. I mean, for a new normal, it's called spontaneous praise and worship. Unreasonable, unthinkable acts of sacrifice before the Lord. Surfaces so powerful that drunks are instantly made sober. The drug addicted are instantly cured. People who are driving down the road are, are instantly drawn in. Where the blind are healed. Cancer is cured. It's cast out. Where you feel so comfortable you can stand up and worship without uh, someone telling you to. Where you can verbalize out loud your prayers. Now you might think the pastor is, is, is being rough kind of this morning. But what I need to tell you today is that we are not fighting flesh and blood. But we are fighting a spirit. Principalities of darkness. We are fighting the, the, the devil and his demons from the kingdom of hell. They've taken over the streets of America and many of the, the, the cities around the world. And many in John 10, 10, it says the thief has cometh not but to forsteal and to kill and to destroy. We are fighting the devil today, my friends, and his name is the new normal. And if we can force us to close our doors in the churches around the world, then our faith will be separated from God. So how does, how does he work this new normal we, we see every Sunday? It's too hot. The music is too loud. It's not my kind of music. Oh, but it's COVID-19. I can't go into the church. But it's the gossip. The gossip says that that church is blah, 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 blah. These are the tools of the devil. To seek, to steal, to kill, and destroy. But when the people of the God come together, oh, when the people of God come together, glory to God. When they come together, things begin to happen. They begin to happen, and we begin to, to bust out of the norm. Praise be to God. When the people of God let the Holy Ghost come in and run the services, they take precedence over everything else. Then and then we no longer have earthly church. We have Jesus. Hallelujah. Then the flames of revival can be fanned. Glory, glory, glory to God. Can you shout amen? What does the devil fear most about the times when Gospel of Faith Church gets together? Spontaneity, spontaneous worship. Hallelujah. He's afraid that someone might cut loose and get victory and then all heaven will break loose here at this church and on this broadcast. I tell you today, church, I rebuke normal today. We need to forget how to have church and remember how to have God's revival can you stand up right where you are today? Roll down your window if you're driving down the road and just yell, glory, glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Can you shout amen right where you are this morning? Glory to God. I just want to say to you in closing this morning, hallelujah, hallelujah. If you don't know Jesus, <coughs> excuse me, I have allergies this morning. If you're wondering about my cough, I have some allergies this morning. 
Praise the Lord. I just want to invite you to come and know Jesus Christ. If you've never been invited to, 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 to just know Jesus, I invite you right now, just wherever you are in the sound of my voice, just repeat this short little prayer. Dear Jesus, dear Jesus, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. That's right. Just repeat it with me. I am a sinner. And I ask for your forgiveness. Just say it with me. I repent, Lord, of my sins. Yes, Jesus. And I believe that you died in my stead. And I ask that you come into my life and change me. And I will follow you, Lord, as my Savior and my Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. My friend, if you, if you just said that short little prayer, I invite you to email me at spiritualawareness, all one word, spiritualawareness777 at gmail.com. Now, may the Lord bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you until he brings us back again real soon. God bless you.